ultimately with whatever you do, we always do everything through the lens of heart, head, hands, and feet. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. What's up, Remarkables? Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. Hey, look at us, Dr. Pete. We get to talk to the world's greatest chiropractic audience, those chiropractors who are on a mission. They are, they've taken on the enormous challenge of an identity shift, of taking themselves from the owner operator to the CEO, making that ascension, that identity shift that's going to give them a brand new perspective on their practice and on their business. Man, Dr. Pete, it's so clear to me that what chiropractic has been missing is the distinction between those two things, the chiropractic practice and the chiropractic business. So we both know the truth that chiropractors don't lay awake at night worrying about their practice. They lay awake at night worrying about their business, right? So it is so awesome that we have the opportunity to speak into that here and having this platform, what a blessing, having this ongoing conversation, just knowing that there are mission-driven, on-purpose chiropractors out there who they want to increase their reach, right? They want to make a bigger impact. They want to make a bigger income. Some of them are feeling stuck. Some of them are feeling like, man, I'm just starting to figure out the scale thing. Man, for some of them, they're like, I've started to scale, but I'm not scaling well. My business has become more complex. Now I need to make it more profitable. Some of them are like, man, I want some of that elusive durability. I know I couldn't take, take 90 days off. This place would screech to a halt. Some of them are like, I'm trying to build it to sell it because I know one day I'm going to want to make a graceful and profitable exit. So regardless of where you are on your journey, as a CEO, today we're going to talk about a skill set that you've got to have in your back pocket and on the ready at all times because it's going to drive the culture of engagement in your business. And that's always what's so key to really produce fruit, right? And ultimately, with whatever you do, we always do everything through the lens of heart, head, hands, and feet. Dr. Pete, I want to have a conversation today, a CEO conversation around how to drive culture, how to increase engagement and energize your team with every initiative in the business. So I want to start with the heart and I want to speak to something you just said. And I want to share this because it's coming from my heart. When you bring the concept sometimes into the profession, the idea of becoming a CEO and going from an owner operator and becoming the CEO, sometimes it's not received well. Uh, sometimes it's not understood. And I have been through moments of uh, feeling that it has not been what you said, what the chiropractic profession has been missing. It, it's not everyone necessarily sees and perceives it that way. And I'm going to share with you from my heart that this whole 
a movement. It's a movement now that's happening in chiropractic of leaders deciding they're going to stay in chiropractic in the game and they're going to level up their game is a significant finding. It's significant that, that chiropractors are now given the permission and potentially the charge to do this, to become the CEO. And that there's an, a positive perspective of this. And I feel strongly about that, Dr. Stephen, that there is a, you and I both share the same conviction in regards to this. And I want to encourage you as a listener, as you are navigating the day in and day out of it, that you would have a positive perspective in regards to the transformation of transitioning and transforming from the owner operator, which is fully embraced by our profession to becoming the CEO, which is becoming embraced by the profession. Yet, if you're hearing this now, you are an early adopter, but we're telling you, we see where it's going in the next five and 10 and 20 and 30 years in order for our profession to remain relevant, in order for us to continue to reach the, the people that we all believe we should be reaching. Because what we know is that what the world needs right now is chiropractic. And we know that what the chiropractic profession needs now is more successful, equipped, trained, developed chiropractors. That means all levels of chiropractors in all four seasons. And therefore, in order for that to happen, there has to be a set, a group of chiropractors who say, I have been called and chosen to step into the next level of leadership. And that would look like me becoming the CEO. So that's my heart. We're starting with heart. And Dr. Steve, when you brought that up, it really struck my heart because I, I know how important this is. And I want you as a listener to feel my heart and our heart on this. It's why we have this podcast. There's other things Dr. You and I could be doing right now. We do this because our heart is for you. It's for our profession. It's also for the next, it's for the future. And we have, we have done our due diligence of studying the past. We understand the chiropractic history. Trust me. We stand on the shoulders of giants. We have been entrusted with the sacred trust. We get it. We also see where we are now and what's going on in the climate and the world around us. And we see what's happening in spite of 20, 127 years of chiropractic care. We also see where we're going next. So this conversation is so relevant. So I just wanted to check in with your heart as a listener and say, hey, I want you to know we see you and we're here for you and you're not alone. And we, if you need support or help in any way, hey, we're here. We understand the game. We understand the weight. We feel it. We see it. And we're here to serve and support you in any way possible. But I just want you to have a positive perspective as you walk out the journey of transforming from an owner-operator stage into the CEO stage and above and then beyond that, wherever, wherever you go. I just want you to understand that, that there's a, there's a reason for this happening and it's for good. And the second thing, Dr. Steve, I'm just going to say is that there's also a systematic framework for you to make and walk out that transformation. No longer do you have to go after this blind. No longer do you have to try to figure it out by yourself. You don't. There's a systematic framework for becoming a remarkable CEO of a business to build, to scale, to do it all. And we're honored to be able to partner with actually many of you who are probably listening and many of you who are not, but we're very grateful that. Right now, 
there is a systematic framework for transformation to walk this out. And uh, Dr. Steven, as you said, these elusive things like scalability and durability, these things are possible right now and in the future, and it's necessary. Going from an owner operator to a CEO, it has a lot of challenges, right? Because you go from this position of, man, I'm really good at this. So, so for so many of our listeners, so many of you right now, you're enjoying a level of success or you have enjoyed a level of success in the role of owner operator where you know, you're in there, your head down, bum up, and you're the one that is the sole practitioner delivering the chiropractic care. So you own the practice, you own the business, and you're the person that is the sole practitioner in there taking care of patients. You're the one that is creating value. You're delivering value. You're adding value. You're capturing value. You got really good at that, right? So, you know, I'm, and I'm talking to all of you right now, right? So, so whatever level of success you're enjoying, it's a comfortable space, right? So as much as it's incredibly challenging, you've proven yourself there. For many of you, you're like, man, so many laps around the track. I've been doing this for years. Laps around the table, laps around the adjustatorium, laps around my practice. Oh my goodness. Running from the consultation room to the report center to the adjustatorium, back to the front desk, <laughs> right? So wearing a, a, a pathway in your carpet. You guys all know what I'm talking about, right? So that is just a glorious and honorable season of our career, right? So we're good at it. And it's got so much reward, right? The satisfaction just for the purpose-driven person, the fulfillment that comes with just hands-on, telling the story, changing people's belief systems, making sure that they understand what's possible and their responsibilities in that journey, right? So being that Sherpa, that shepherd, right? That helps people on their journey get better health outcomes. I mean, it's incredible, right? So roll up the sleeves, brute force, put the bar on my back. My legs are strong. Let's go again, man. Right. So there's a season in that and you get all that fulfillment and all the recognition and all the reward that comes with that. Right. So it's a, it's a glorious season and you're good at it. Right. And the neuro pathways are laid down. Right? It's just, just like the pathways in that carpet in your office. <laughs> there's neurological pathways that you know, you've habituated what it means to be an owner operator. Now we're, now we're reaching down and saying, okay, it's time for an ascension here. Come with me and grab you by your shirt and pulling you up to the level of the CEO, this new and precarious perch that's unfamiliar. And you might feel you're out, you're out on a thin and shaky limb in this position right now, this new posture as the Yes, I still own the practice. Yes, I'm still the chiropractor. And now I'm the CEO, right? So it's a new perch for so many of us, right? So you listening right now, you might feel like, oh my gosh, do I even belong up here? <laughs> That's okay, man. We're talking to you right now. It's good. We've all we've all had days like that, months like that, some people years like that. Some people are like, no, no, no. That's my today. <laughs> That's me right now. Awesome. Great. Well, this message is for you because here's one of the big shifts that happens in your behavior when you make that ascension from owner operator to CEO, your job description changes. Okay. So, and I want to, I want you to know that you may still be in clinical care, taking care of patients, but that's when you put your hat back on of I'm the chiropractor that's doing adjusting. That's where I sit on the accountability chart. When I'm in the adjustatory and seeing patients, I personally, when I made the ascension to CEO, I never stopped caring for patients. I was always adjusting. Right. But I let go of some of the other things to free up my my bandwidth for me to be able to become the CEO and lead the practice, but I never stopped adjusting. I want to make sure you don't have that, that impression that in order to become a CEO, you have to stop being a chiropractor. That's far from the truth. 
you get to adjust as many people as you want, right? Do it. It's just the key is, is we know that there's a big difference between getting to adjust people and having to adjust people, right? So hmm. as you make the ascension to CEO, your job description does change because when you are the, a, when you're the adjusting chiropractor, your job is to take care of the patients. When you make the ascension to CEO, your job is to take care of the team and your team's job is to take care of the patients. So in order to make that happen, to be able to introduce a layer between you and making it happen, so to speak, you've got to make sure that you recognize that now you're a leader. Your job is to take care of your team and your team's job is to take care of the patients. Well, that's where this framework becomes so critical, this heart, head, hands, feet framework. You got to make sure that you don't make any assumptions. <laughs> you know, you, you know, the problem with chiropractors is we're so on purpose that we forget to talk about the purpose, right? So I want to make sure that you adopt this framework that you habituate this communication style that whatever you're doing, whenever you're talking to that team, that's going to be tasked with taking care of those patients that you always address every communication, heart, head, hands, feet. The heart is the why. Why are we doing this? The big why and the little whys. The big why around why do we exist as a business? What's our purpose here? But right down to the granular, why do we do this step in the process? Why do we say things this way? Why do we do it this way, not that way? The why, always begin with the why. Start with the why. And then it's the head, which is the what. Well, what do we do? What does that look like? Let me get my head around this. And then it's the hands. Show me how to do it, right? That's the building the skill set. And then the feet, which is let's train, let's go, let's grow. Let's put this into motion, into action. Dr. Pete, heart, head, hands, feet, whether you're doing an outside talk or a spinal screening or a radio show or a podcast, or you're on a webinar, or you are doing a better results faster workshop, or you're ta doing table talk, or you're leading a team huddle, or you're leading a team training, or you're leading a team meeting. It's always start with the heart. It's heart, head hands, feet. Hey doc, let's face it. 95% of your problems are people problems. You can't find a players. You can't keep a players. You don't know how to leverage your team, create expectations and agreements or hold people accountable in order to optimize your team. Doc, what would happen to your practice if you were finally able to get the right people in the right seats, doing the right work the right way? For most chiropractors, it would be a game changer. You'd increase your capacity and see more people. You'd make a bigger impact and a bigger income. You'd be able to delegate and scale your business. Or maybe you'd need to get your associate relationship dialed in. That would mean you getting your time freedom back. You could get a handle on your schedule, maybe even become a CEO. If this is what you want your 2024 to sound like, Make sure that you join us for the remarkable team building immersion in Phoenix, Arizona, January 26th and 27th, or in Brisbane, Australia, March 8th and 9th. I personally will be there and I can't wait to be back in Australia. Doc, bring your team with you. Get everyone on the same page. They'll be back in your office on Monday with more clarity, accountability, and purpose than ever before. Energize and mobilize your team and see your practice grow. What are your goals for 2024, Doc? Is it a seven-figure foundation, a seven-figure revenue, seven-figure profit, or maybe even a seven-figure exit? Whatever season you're in, you'll need a seven-figure team. Click the link in the show notes below and register today. Yeah, so Dr. Steven, uh, I mean, 
there's so there's so much in in everything that you just said there and so i want to I want to get practical for a minute and I'm just going to ask us all to do an audit of our business. And I want you to think about it in this way. So start with the rhythms that are daily, daily rhythms. Think about this for a minute. So if we took the first rhythm of the day, which is going to be your, your daily huddle, right? That's the first, probably the first rhythm of the day in the business. I hope that it is other than just unlocking the doors and opening and turning on the lights, et cetera. It's the first, the first collision of the, of people officially is the pre-shift huddle. And if you even think about it just through the lens of that framework, think about the framework of the huddle and, and check your huddle right now. So the first thing we want to do and we gather it as a team and we huddle up is first thing we, we have to do is we have to start with the heart. And so if you think about the framework of the time, let's call it a 10 minute huddle or 12 minute or 15 or nine or eight, five, I don't know what you guys huddle for, but whatever your time frame is, do you have it's designed by design, structured and organized so that every time we gather as a team that we start with the heart. We start with, you know, purpose, why we're here, whatever that means for you. If it's starting with a song and you're just walking in or start with a prayer when you get started, or if it's start with uh, a reading of your purpose and mission, vision, pr premise statement, or if it's a sharing of a testimonial of a patient, or if it's a reading of an excerpt from a green book, or a, you, you tell me what it is, but we start with the heart. And basically, here's what we're saying is, guys, let's remember why we do what we do. And it's really important to start. And then we go to the head and we talk about, we look at what's going to happen today. Let's take a look at the schedule. Let's look at all the patients that are coming in. Let's look at all the specials we've got. Let's look at all the things going on. Let's talk practically about what's going to happen. Now let's talk about hands, the how. Let's talk about how we're going to walk this out. Let's discuss specifically who's doing what, when, where, why. Let's talk about that. We're going to, we're going to discuss the, the how of the what, and we're going to get into that. And then we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to about to leave this room, but before we leave the room, we walk this out, we're going to bring it back to the heart one more time. And we're going to just circle up. We're going to gather together, hands in, everybody good. Okay. Three, two, one, let's go. If you've been to our emergence, you've, you've been in the Energia sessions with uh, Dr. Sebastian Bonin, the, the idea that energy is everything. So that's just an example. Okay. So that's one rhythm in your business that happens multiple times every day. Think about how many hundreds of times that happens a year. I mean, we're talking six, 600 plus times a year. Probably you are huddling as a team and you have an opportunity to, to reset, check in with everybody's heart in your own heart, check in with everybody's head, get clear on the hands, get, get focused on where our feet are going today. And then circle it back and tie a nice bow with the heart right at the end. That is powerful. Now that should be happening whether you're in the huddle or you're not in the huddle, right? Whether you're, whether you're present in the huddle or you're not in the huddle, that, that is how it happens. As a CEO, you have set the tone for here's how we huddle as a team. Everybody shows up on time. Everybody is there fully present, engaged. Everybody's here ready to participate. Everybody's eyes are up. Everybody's eyes are open. Everybody's focused. Everybody's paying attention. Everybody's aware to the person to the left and to the right. We're ready to rock and roll. And everybody's there. And that's how we huddle. And whether so whether you're there or you're not there, that's happening each and every day. Before every shift, post-shift huddle, pre-shift huddle, post-shift huddle, pre-shift huddle, post-shift huddle. We bookend our days with heart, head, hands, feet. And then as you go through your shift, think about all the different ways that you're doing that. With any patient that walks in, the first thing you do is, hey, Mr. Francis, so good to see you today. What's that? That's heart. And then it's, hey, today you're getting your progress exam. This is an amazing milestone. 
today. Congratulations. Before you proceed forward here, I have something for you on this clipboard. Okay. Now, Mr. France, I needed to be thorough when you complete this. This is really going to help the doctors have a better understanding of you, where you are and progressing in your health so that we can make sure we continue to design the perfect plan for you to get the results that you want. So you can go ahead and have a seat and go ahead and fill this out. Okay. So what do we just do there? It's heart, then it's head, then it's hand, then it's feet. We're walking it out. Every little thing that you do is, is this way, whether it's the, a simple one-to-one -one patient interaction at the front desk, whether it's a whole team gathering together in a huddle, and the list goes on, as Dr. Steven said. What I want you to audit for yourself and for your team is, are we following this framework consistently? Are we really always starting with the heart? Are we consistently heart, head, hands, feet, or have we lost our way and we've aborted heart for a while and we're just hands and feet? Maybe we need to go back and say, what do we need to do to get back on track with this area because dr steven as you said earlier the transformation of the ceo is rooted in a team that actually is leading the patients and leading the business and so it's not okay just for you to be like well i'm all heart head hands feet i'm in but if everyone on our team is also not operating heart head hands feet and they don't understand that framework and understand what that looks like practically then they're not fully equipped and it's not going to be a durable situation for you so Dr. Steven, this, this applies to all of us, every single person on the team and every system, every process, every procedure through and through. And when this happens, I'll tell you what, the sky is the limit for what you can do. I love the examples, Dr. Pete, and I'm psyched that you went on both sides of the equation with, you know, a team with a huddle. It's like, that may feel obvious to you. It's like, well, of course, with a huddle, isn't that the purpose of the huddle? You know, it's like when you really get this, right? Like to get everybody's heart engaged. Like, let's get everybody, hey, this is what's important right now. These are the human beings that we're trusted with. They're about to come in and they deserve our very best, right? So they got a lot going on. They're very distracted in their worlds. They're very stressed. Modern life is unnaturally stressful. And they're here so that they can get their nervous systems cleared out so that they can adapt readily and appropriately to whatever's going on there. Like, like getting everybody just, okay, yeah, that's right. Thanks. I needed to hear that versus, okay, we got 183 people coming in before lunch. We got three reports. We got four new patients. That's the head piece of it. Right. So it's just like, just don't misstep there. Don't take it for granted. You have got to get to the heart first, get everybody oriented and grounded. Right. So, and, and with the patient example or the progress exam, it'd be very easy to say, okay, so here's what we're going to do, Pete. This is your 12th visit. So it's your first progress exam. So what I'm going to do first is I'm going to have, I'm going to do a postural evaluation on you. And then we're going to have a bilateral weight scale. Done. I'm going to take some pictures of you and the doctor's going to review the results. That's just head stuff, right? Versus saying, hey, Pete, high five. You're at your first progress examination. What an exciting milestone. Here's where we're going to be able to check your progress to see how your body's responding to your adjustments. And it's going to give doctors the information that they need to give you the best possible care. So I just want to remind you what we're doing here. So we're this test right here is showing us where your body is leaning away from nerve irritation, right? So Pete, is your body smart or stupid? Yeah, it's smart. That's right. So your body, what it'll do if it senses nerve irritation, it it's going to lean away from it. That creates two things that we can measure, postural imbalances and a difference in how you're carrying your weight. How cool is that, right? So we did that initially. Let's see how your body's doing now because you know that that problem we're looking for, subluxation, interferes with the body's ability to adapt. Let's see if your body's adapting better. Like just reorienting them. Every collision is a teaching opportunity to help people remember the why. Why are we doing this? Why am I checking you, right? So what do we, 
What is the purpose of this examination? How is it informing the doctor so that they can take better care of me? What's in it for me right, as the patient? So don't just blast through things thinking, oh yeah, no, I'm more focused on efficiency than effectiveness. Here's the mm -hmm. truth, guys. Never give up effectiveness for efficiency. Slow down to speed up. Make sure that the patient and your team understands the why, no matter how trivial some step in the process or procedure might feel. Nothing is trivial in a chiropractic practice. So Dr. Beat, I'd like to just wrap this with a reference to last night, right? So it's like, what prompted this conversation today, right? So, cause I think everybody knows at this point, you and I hang out for a while beforehand and we just talk. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? What's on your heart? What's on your mind? What are you excited about right now? And what we were talking about was, you know, we had our state of the company meeting last night, which we do every quarter as the remarkable practice. It was so cool to assemble everybody, get everybody on, you know, Zoom from all around the world. You know, there's a, at least, I don't know, 25 faces on the screen now, which is so cool. And it's something that we do every quarter. It's not like our full day or two day pulse meetings and board meetings, et cetera. It's a slip and check where everybody gets together, everyone in the company, right? So everyone shows up. It's so much fun. A lot of people that you only see four times a year, right? It's at, it's at that meeting and it's where we give a state of the company. And it, you know what? I confessed. I was like, I actually had a moment of, and I'm going to say a moment of weakness and it wasn't selfishness. It was just, I had lost sight of something. I was thinking to myself, you know what? We should probably just jump into it because it's late and it's the end of the day and we want to get everybody, you know, off to dinner, their families go to bed and whatever. So, you know, how about we skip the, you know, the mission, vision, purpose and the core value stuff. And then we just get right into like, how do we do third quarter? What do we do in fourth quarter? What are our goals, et cetera? What are the tactics that we're going to focus on? And uh, my CEO was like, time out. No way. <laughs> and I'm like, I paused for like 20 seconds. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. This is a touchstone. This is the most important thing that we do. You know, we can skip everything else. Don't skip that. And I'm like, thank you. That's what I needed to hear. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, does the team really want to hear me talk about our vision again? Our purpose, our mission, <laughs> right? And the answer is yes, <laughs> right? So walking through those core values and describing the core values and I love to choose a person on the team that has emulated the core values that quarter and recognizing the team and energizing the team. Dr. P, can you imagine had we skipped over that part of last night and just run right into the metrics and the number? We almost skipped the heart and went right into the head, hands and feet. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, being, being someone who is, who is in that meeting as an example, and then, and then you actually confess that to, to the group. And as I was in the meeting with all of the rest of our team and thought through what you had just said. And I imagined afterwards had that part been missed or skipped or omitted, what a, what a huge miss that would have been. What a great you know, tragedy in many ways, thinking about all that was accomplished in that first section there. So Dr. Steven, you, know, you were reminded, I was reminded, and today everyone who's listening is reminded that it's always heart, head, hands, feet. Don't forget that CEOs. And it's your role to steward and manage that, to make sure that we never lose sight. So it's heart, head, hands, feet. Now let's get to it. Cairo matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. 
If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Chiro Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Chiro Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. What's up, Remarkables? Hey, this is Dr. Steven Franson with the Remarkable CEO Podcast. We've got some, some good friends in the studio, the virtual studio. You probably recognize these guys. I'm sure you've heard of the organization, but you're going to get to have a conversation with the men who came up with this concept and who are delivering such huge value to our profession. This is Team Syntropy, the boys from Syntropy. It's Dr. Aaron and Dr. Pat. What's up, boys? So glad to have you on the podcast today. How's it going, Doc? All good. Good to see you. It is remarkable as I uh, as I open up our conversation today. Hey, guys, uh, you know what? I uh, Personally, I want to advocate for what you guys are doing conceptually, but also actually like be, watching this thing manifest. It's really, uh, you know, I have a passion for chiropractic as an art. Uh, you know, we all love the, the story of the three-legged stool, the art, science, and philosophy of chiropractic. You know, in the remarkable practice, we teach the fourth leg, which of course is business acumen. Right. So you can't be missing any of those four legs if you want to optimize uh, your chiropractic business. Uh, but we joked just before we just hit the record button, but we were laughing. So we weren't crying. Right. Which is, listen, at the end of the day, you can't fake the art. Right? So it's like yeah. the art, the science, the philosophy, the business acumen. Yeah, you can tell a great story. You can learn a lot in the books, man. But there's nothing like the ability to deliver the art of the life-saving chiropractic adjustment. So I just want to recognize you guys. I want to appreciate you guys for bringing the old school to the new school and making sure that all of our chiropractors who are currently in the field are optimizing building their skill sets and that the students who are coming out of school, we can hit the accelerator button for them and help them get their hands right, right? Get their head right with their confidence and their certainty. So that comes across in their word and their walk. Man, I just so appreciate you guys just elevating the profession, especially the younger docs out there and teaching them how to become world-class adjusters. Want to appreciate you guys. Mm, thank you so much. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely amazing to be able to do this. I mean, it's something that really came out of a void. I'm sure you, you've been in this game long enough. You've had, I don't know how many associates, um, but overall, it seems like the quality level is dropping and it's no fault necessarily the schools they have their objective to achieve, but around the world, we are losing the art collectively. There are certainly exceptions, but it's our goal to help create the best adjusters on the planet and bring that art back. Just love it, man. Exactly. Just love it. So, you know, as a CEO, you know, I can speak to this. You know, I did. I had 39 associate doctors over about a 17 year period in practice, and I loved it. That's where I fell in love with coaching chiropractors and developing chiropractors to be, you know, remarkable doctors. Uh, and a big part of our training was the clinical side and, you know, mm -hmm. everything from the analysis to the case management to, of course, the chiropractic adjusting, right? So in the art of the adjusting and I'm very passionate about that, right? So, you know, that was a big part of our program was a big part of its success, but as hard as we worked, 
you know, the truth is when it comes to adjusting, there's nowhere to hide, right? So you've got a new doc coming into an environment and you've got established patients or even new patients, you know, there's no story you can tell that makes them feel like, man, actually there's no value versus high value when there's a disparity between their experience from doctor to doctor or from visit to visit. So the fact of the matter is you guys are elevating that game and helping CEOs and practice owners overcome one of the biggest challenges in practice, which is bringing your associate doctors up to speed. Because we know the truth is you cannot scale, right? So you can't go from build to scale. You can't scale without having multiple practitioners by definition. So talk to us a little bit about your system, the process, like, you know, inquiring minds want to know guys. So, you know, what's, what's the deal with the syntropy? It's like, how can we outsource some of our training of ourselves and our chiropractors on our team to Centropy? And, you know, what's, what's the secret sauce for the accelerator button? We have students that come to our seminars and then this range students to chiropractors that have been practiced for 40 years. And so the whole reason it works for no matter where they are at on their, on their uh, path is because we teach fundamentals. And it's like teaching the fundamentals of adjusting, the deeper you go, the better you get. And so we've got tons of chiropractors in there Say guys have been in practice for 10 years, doing great, but their body's already starting to get beat up. And so then it's like, okay, beat up. So we help them take better care of their bodies while they're still helping people. But then we just had in Atlanta, we were in a seminar and we had three or four chiropractors that came together and they've been in practice each for like 30 years. And they're like, the hardest thing that we can do right now, like we can't find students and new chiropractors that adjust. Like we get them in our practices and nobody can adjust. And they're like, this is the program that they need. Absolutely. And like, what is the secret sauce? How do we do that? It's uh, there are just like you have attraction, conversion, retention. You've got your different seasons of practice. It's an inch wide, but a mile deep. So we have systems built around what is every single attribute that you need to train to be a great chiropractor. And the first one is what we call drop in present time consciousness. It's a very pragmatic, not esoteric thing, but we train, train, train on that. It's understanding the biomechanics, the analysis, the neurology, that how to locate, analyze, and correct the subluxation. It's patient positioning for the maximum comfort. It's DC positioning so that you are not beating your body up. How can you be the most efficient and have no wasted energy bouncing back in your own body? And then the last little piece is like, how do we develop force application? How do you develop speed, smoothness, precision, accuracy? And that's the inch wide. It goes a mile deep in, in actual implementation. Oh man, you're singing my favorite song, Dr. Pat, when I hear that. It's so good, man, Uh, because it is, it's hard to describe something that does seem esoteric, right? So at the end of the day, all art does, you know, but at the same time, you know, you can, you can teach art, take somebody from a B plus to an A plus student for sure in its application. And at the very least compressed time, right? Where it would usually take five years for somebody to figure out, oh, that doesn't work and that doesn't work and all that trial by error that we all you know, inherently go through as practitioners, if you can pull that time forward, man, that really helps out that doctor as well as the, you know, the CEOs who are hiring doctors, right? So I was going to say, it's also a very, it's an energetic thing. Like if you are beating up your body as you go through and you're seeing X number of people, and then there's no way your body's going to allow you to go on and see X number of people times two, because it's just this capacity block that is there within us, you know? So and ask me how I know. <laughs> Went through that. All right. So, you know, you're talking to an old gondroid here. And I, yeah. I think that's officially the first time I've called myself an old gondroid. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, 26 years of practicing Gonstead at a high level. And, 
you know, we were seeing 350 people a day. So I had a team of associate doctors, but, you know, I personally would see 200 people a day and everyone was gowned and scoped and we had four tables and it was hardcore, man. Uh, it was more bar fight than ballet, but I mean, I got them around (laughs) that room. I mean, it was, uh, but uh, you know, you're talking to a hardcore chiropractic snob, you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's like, like I, you know, I'm, I'm a chiropractic snob when it comes to the adjustment and in school, I was much, much worse. You know, now that I've coached thousands of chiropractors, I recognize there's more than one way to skin this cat. Right. And I'm just psyched that people are number one, creating the paradigm shift and teaching people the truth. Number two, having that intention going into that room. Number three, putting their hands on bodies and, and having an expertise in their craft and in the adjustment techniques. And I know that there's lots of approaches and lots of techniques. So I've really broadened that and opened my mind to it and, and get adjusted many different ways now. Right. So, but I'm still a bit of a snob when it comes to me, as I think we all should be, but you guys are bringing that continuity across the profession so that, you know, it broadens that pool of people that I'd let adjust me. So I appreciate you for that. My here's, here's, here's the little secret. So I was out to dinner with my team. When you guys taught your mini immersion you gave a bit of a team, uh, a, a teaser um, uh, seminar at one of our remarkable practice immersions. Uh, and after the fact, I got to talk to some of the gondroids that I had gone to school with. And I was like grimacing a little bit to being like, okay, how was it? And truth, hand, hand to God, it was, they were gushing. They couldn't compliment you guys enough. They couldn't say how it, they learned so much. It was, it expanded their mind, their grew their skills. And these are awesome chiropractors that have awesome skills. So the idea that these guys, that they were, they were literally gushing is the word I'll use. They were so excited. They were, they were, uh, you know, from the, uh, from the concepts to the application, to your teaching, to the experience, uh, man, it was an A plus. So I just want to thank you guys and recognize you guys for that. I don't know if I ever told you that story, but it was like, we were yeah. at the, after the event and I got to hear that. And I was like, wow, man, if that is an A plus rating, I don't know what is. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Seal of approval. That is like the ultimate. <laughs> Thanks it for is. that. <laughs> All right, guys. So how do our people learn more about Syntropy? How do we get, how do they get involved? And, uh, and I hope we're going to see you guys. I know you're success partners for the Remarkable Practice. I hope we're going to see you guys as a presence at all our upcoming immersions. Cause it's it, not only is it awesome to see you guys personally and see you guys training with us, but also seeing that line of people that are all lined up to get adjusted during the break. <laughs> I love to see that. <laughs> yeah, we, we will be partners. We love, we love what you guys are doing as well. We feel really aligned with you. So it's real easy. If you want to check us out, it's centropeakhirotraining.com, S-Y-N-T-R-O-P-Y. And you can follow us on social media as well. You've got all our dates there for seminars. One of the things that we have as well, which is really cool, uh, Stephen, is that we have an academy that we've launched. And we're really taking this from come to a seminar, have a jacuzzi experience, and then go home and feel lost on an island. And it's really helping people just take them by the hand and say, okay, this is what we learned. This is how we're going to continue to take this you along this path to mastery. And that's been very, very exciting as well. This is how you train it. This is your curriculum. We're going to move this forward in a time frame, and you will be a master if you just follow the bouncing ball, follow the steps. Training, training, yeah. training. I love it, guys. Hey, you know what we yep. say around remarkable practice? We're in the business of saving lives, and when business is good, everybody wins. So, uh, you know what? I appreciate what you guys are doing to help us create more successful chiropractors. You know, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs right now is more successful chiropractors. So thank you for keeping a close eye on the art, science, philosophy, and the business acumen of being a remarkable chiropractor. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.